I hear the announcer say. We're the talk of the internet. Talkzone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thanks for being with us today. We're talking about evolution versus intelligent design and offering the idea that indeed both are accurate and then giving you lots of information to back that up. So let's say day one, um, uh, the Big Bang, let's say, was 100 billion years in its phase. So day one is 100 billion years, the Big Bang. Day two, let's say, this is just our idea of it, rough idea. Phase two, the second day of creation, uh, intelligent designer God separated the water, particles, gases, into many concentrated pockets throughout the universe. Uh, this day, let's say, was just 50 billion years, that's all. Phase two, day two type time of creation, 50 billion years. Okay, now, phase three, the third day of creation, third day of intelligent design, the third type of system. Let's refine these um, masses, planets, and whatnot into part sea, part land, and then plant it with vegetation. Then say, uh, let's say that this third day phase of creation is 20 billion years, not the same length as the first two. Uh, every type age has a different length. Every day, what it says in the Bible, is different length. But each age, nevertheless, is still called a day. And then phase four. Fourth you know, day. there's other things in the Bible that refer to different lengths of time that are never like... I was just reading a book that we're going to have on the author here in like a week and a half talking about uh, Islam and the Antichrist. Right. Okay. You know, there were different quotes in in that uh, section that talk about uh, different lengths of time that... Boy, I'll tell you how they went from uh, from whatever it said in the Bible to deciding how long it was in Earth time was a bafflement to me. But the point is, is that in the Bible they don't, you know, their time time segments do not relate exactly like one day is not exactly one day, just like what you're saying. Right. It's all over in the Bible. Yeah, Revelations, you know. Three days for this, and you know it's all symbolic half the time. That's right. Uh, you know, you can't take these we're, things literal. We're born with amniotic fluids, so it's like to have all the answers isn't necessarily the deal because we come down, we're condensed down here out of our higher self into this more limited situation, confronting limited situation to grow. And if if things are all perfect and this is paradise, you're not going to grow very much. You know, the reason we have this amniotic situation is because if we came down and realized the illusion that life is, and if we saw the bigger picture through every moment of life, none of the things that get us all riled up would get us riled up anymore because we'd see the truth behind it. You would have it psyched out, but your tissues and your soul wouldn't have a shift. You would simply have it psyched out. Exactly. And in order to have that true soul shift, you have to have the bigger picture blanked out Mm -hmm. so that you can learn these lessons. So it's like blind. You go through it blind and and then you really learn because you got to really pay attention when you're blind not to run into things that are going to hurt you. 
Okay, phase four of creation, which in the Bible is called the fourth day of creation, fourth day of intelligent design with an agenda. God locked our earth into a stable, sustainable orbit in a perfect system of influences with stars, planets, the moon, the sun, made day and night, etc. Let's say this number four type day uh, was only five billion years in the completing. So there's that one. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking today about evolution versus intelligent design and suggesting that indeed it should be evolution and intelligent design and how to merge the two together. Wait till you listen to our abortion information. <laughs> We're not going to do that nope, today, right? No. Today. In this fifth great age of intelligent, intelligent design of creation, God filled the water with sea with, and with sea life and the air with birds. Let's say this took one billion years. You see, it's the evolution of it that's going on within these fragments, within these measured right. times. You know, I've heard uh, ancient uh, indigenous people and I've heard uh, some of the high Tibetan priests of, of ancient manuscripts, very familiar with that, and they will say that uh, there are uh, guardian gardeners over, yes. over biosystems, oversee the yes. earth and other plants and things. And, you know, so they're from a divine, from a higher place to that... Uh, stimulate the next level of growth. You know, let's say there's mutations from a, a comet coming by in radiation. Well, they'll make sure something's stimulated to start the race of elephants or man That's or amoeba right. to go on to a whole nother level. And they make sure it happens. You know, um, God actually seeks for evolution. God seeks for evolution because evolution evolves God. And it's a constant evolving thing. So, of course, evolution is accurate, and so is intelligent design. It's almost bizarre that these two camps haven't figured out how to combine this. Yeah. It's a very strange thing to me. So, um, you know, some of my terms for God is the solver of everything. Another one is evolution. Another one is the giver of life, creator of everything. So those are our definitions of God. Uh, uh, consciousness itself. Okay, so here's the fifth great age of intelligent design of creation. God filled the water in the, with sea life. Did I just do that one? Yes. Um, okay, let's see. And uh, one billion years. And let's say that the land animals took the last 400 million years of that one billion years uh, of the fifth day type of creations. So these weren't literally 24-hour days. These were periods of time when a certain aspect of creation was created and evolved. Yeah. And, you know, Earth isn't the only place this stuff is created and evolving. Right. I mean, you can have other planets where things also get seeded and then brought down to Earth. And, you know, there's beings that bring this uh, things down to Earth. 
you know, sometimes you can have people that are evolving on Earth or you can have a race that's brought to Earth that was evolved somewhere else. You know, so many times, even when I was high, in high school studying the Bible and Scripture and all kinds of stuff, the translation brought down screws things up. For instance, what if the Bible said, instead of on the first day, second day, third day, it said on the first phase, da-da-da, on the second phase, da-da-da, then you'd maybe get the idea that each day was not 24 hours, which just seems just so stupid. Anyhow. You know, I would like to add this. It isn't that God couldn't create it in a day. I believe he could create something sure. in a day. God is infinite in his possibility or her possibility. It just is that he is also infinitely interested in evolution, which is why it probably hasn't wasn't done in one day in particular. And so interested in evolution that he put his hand to it with intelligent design. He exactly. started the whole thing and continued exactly. it and made it come to a, a good place. Well, let's finish this out. You'll see what we're saying about it. Okay. On the sixth day, the sixth type age of intelligent design, God created man. Let's say this added another 10 million years onto the all, uh, all of the rest of the time of creation and the different corresponding lengths of ages thereof. So each biblical day is symbolic of different lengths of time, a different age, different facet of creation. Once again, if you, instead of say day, you say phase, phase one, phase two, phase three, I think you got this thing licked. You don't have to stick to 24 hour day. Ridiculous. Let's get a little realistic here. So both are true. God's hands at work, and this is uh, this is a phase one, phase two, and now we're on phase seven. God rested on the seventh day because he had made a competent, functional, self-sustaining, complete creation of universe. And now this perfect project, this perfect creation, in perfect order, will play its natural and divine plan out to the completion. Maybe 200 billion years going on this phase, and who knows what's next. He wasn't creating it anymore. The fetus was born. <laughs> so that's our story of creation, and I think it's true. We are uh, huge. You know, the other thing is, is that God hasn't only created here. God has created lots of places for uh, many different species to evolve. You know, earlier I made the comment that there's no Jews or Muslims or Mormons or Christians on and on and on and on on the ethereal level, what you might call heaven. There isn't that. What there are is a gazillion different kinds of species of beings, many different kinds that exist. And it isn't about religions out there. And although... I believe religions were brought here to help humanity to evolve. Uh, then there's also humanity who takes religions and turns mm -hmm. them into something that maybe isn't the best. You know, I've gone through a lot of past lives, and I didn't even believe in past lives because I studied the Bible so hard for during high school and in college. Past lives started breaking through, and I have all, this whole personality come through, and until I dealt with the problem in it, it wouldn't go away. 
So I began to believe in past lives. From experience. From experience. Which you'll have if you have an open mind. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Also, be sure to catch our website, MasteringOurselves.com. Go visit us. We have a wonderful spiritual quiz listed on the site that you're welcome to take for free. You can sign up for daily insights, which can come to your email box every day. They're wonderful, and they will help nudge you along your spiritual path. Also, you can check out The Healings with Keith. That's at MasteringOurselves.com. We're talking today about evolution versus intelligent design and how indeed it shouldn't be versus, but indeed they both work together in synchronicity. So I clearly remember, and this was a whole different phase of my life. I, I haven't gone through many past lives lately. I went through a ton of them for about 25 years. And then I entered the scene and said, <laughs> stop. <laughs> well, I, I ran out. I mean, what, what happened to me is I adjusted them. I had to go back into them to get my life straight here. Cause yes. They were holding me in off balance. So I remember a, a Taoist past life, a Catholic past life, a Jewish past life, uh, Egyptian past life, a Hindu past life, and a Buddhist past life. I remember being Indian, American Indian, etc., etc. So... I can't say I'm one of those only and exclude everything else out of that. You know, and, and I'm, I'm no special thing. I mean, we all, uh, have a history of different flavors of life so that we can learn the whole thing. So while there might be a chosen people on earth right now, the Jews, you know, on a soul level, we're all equal. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they're the ones per day, but not per, Ever. That's right. right. So we were listening, uh, we got ourselves a, a little movie today on, um, they're, they're predicting on the first five books, they're called the Torah of the Old Testament of the Bible. And they're saying that in it has the, uh, code. The code. Perfect. It's called the Bible code. In the first five books is the Bible code of everything that's happening on earth. To it was amazing, truly amazing to watch. And, you know, there's two things I got off of it, and I'm still researching it on a psychic level. One, I got how some of the people and Christians can gloat, some of the fundamentalists can gloat. So I got that, and I pushed that aside because I'm going on, is this true or not? And I get flavors of yes or no, so I, I haven't got deep enough to know of, of my deepest core knowing if this is true or not, but it was very compelling listening to them. Yes, it was. So some of the things they predicted, and this is the um, the ELS code or the Bible code or the statistical science of the Bible, and it's about the first five books of the Bible. They have a name for that. I don't remember right now. And that was written 4,000 years ago. It predicted... Saddam Hussein's first Scud missile attack on Israel, right to the date. It did, to the day. And uh, how they do some of this deciphering is they, they'll they'll pick a number, you know, they'll just start someplace, and they'll do that letter, and then they go like 49 letters to the next letter, and 49, and, and sometimes it'll just spell out a whole name. Perfectly like every 50 out. letters 
spells out a word. Yeah, you have a gap of 49, which yes. is 7 times 7. And another time they did 7 every 7, and it spelled out something else. And I believe you can even go up straight up and down or diagonal and do that too. I don't know. I saw them doing a few different things. But it was pretty amazing. It looks like, you know, you see the letters of Hebrew, and it looks like flames are on it, like God wrote it which uh, this is all sort of saying is that way. According to them, um, the, the first five books of the Bible, it predicted that um, the Israeli president would be assassinated. It had his name spelled out perfectly. It had assassina assassination written right with it. It predicted Edison and all of his... Um inventions it was quite amazing yes it had like 50 of his inventions mentioned you're listening to mastering ourselves with keith and charme amber your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions so with thomas edison it listed his wives the places he lives and 57 items, including those and, uh, and his inventions, a phonograph, light bulb, etc. So he named them all right around Edison in this uh, Genesis code. kind of thing. Yep, in this code. It said the, in the first chapter of Genesis, a thousand names of later famous people after 4,000 years ago were all right around the first chapter, just the first chapter of Genesis. Keith gets very excited. We'll Hot be right damn. back. 